0: Welcome to this special episode of Splinters of Jade. Uh, In the month of December, we're taking a little bit of a step back and letting you guys have some different content rather than our regular role playing. This time we're going to take a look at old 5R versus new 5R. So the AEG era versus the FFG era. Splinters of Jade itself lives kind of in that liminal space between the two, uh, taking place just before the storyline of FFG, taking some of the ideas that FFG has put forth, the imbalance, the tidal wave, among other things, but paying homage to the roots with characters like Ben or Yajiden, that come from AEG's time with the story. So with me today, I have the voice of Kuniguru, Buell Richardson, and the voice of Yogo Sojabo, Bren Thorson. They're going to take a look and talk back and forth, and we're going to kind of see where this goes tonight.
1: Yeah, so Buell, where do you want to start? Do you want to start at the beginning? And we like, which do beginning do you want to start at? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem, as
2: you say, the beginning, because I know when I first got into L5R, it was in first edition. Mm-hmm. I think Tenley got in. in the LCG or the CCG with. Basically, pre Imperial edition.
3: Mm-hmm. then it
2: got me into the uh, role playing. So Tenley, for me, that's beginning. But we also have the beginning of. AEG and they're putting out their stuff.
1: Yeah. Cause, uh, you know, from my understanding, it was kind of a, uh they were developing lore as the game progressed, as people played, which is, I, I think, I think, uh not Matthew he, Mercer, uh, Matthew Coville. Is that his name? I'm not, I don't remember. He did a whole video about the, the, like, The story behind the AEG era of L5R is very good.
2: Yeah. A lot of the way AEG AEG did theirs for the CCG and for the RPG is at tournaments. The especially the co ties,
3: Mm -hmm. the
2: winners would basically influence the story. So, if a Scorpion clan won, looking at the deck of that clan could, it would influence what came up. The False Hatori, for example.
0: So, uh, if I can interject real quick, uh, I'm going to be playing the role of producer here and doing some research while you guys are talking. Uh, Yes, that is Matthew Coville who did it, and it is available on YouTube. Uh, the Greatest Story in Gaming, Legend of the yeah. Five Rings is the title. It's okay. running about 48 minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's not short, but it's well worth it if you want to, you know, see, like, the magic they capture. Like, um, I think, uh, oh, God, I don't remember names very well. And this is, like, something, I just remember one of the FFG guys said that AEG basically captured lightning in a bottle. With Eltivar,
2: they right, pretty much did. Yeah. But as I, was, as I was about to say, like the False he came about as a character from a Scorpion clan deck. In the deck, there was the the Egapanku. and in the the matchup, it was Scorpion versus Crane, and the Scorpion used the Egapanku. To copy Hoturi and the Scorpion won. So, the because with the event, they they took that aspect and created the false Hoturi. Now, that
1: had to happen later, if I remember correctly, because Scorpion wasn't a thing when it first started out. They were a rogue,
2: no, disbanded clan. Yeah, the Scorpion came out in scorpion clan coup uh-huh which was let's see it was an, an imperial uh, then yeah. scorpion scorpion actually were relatively early it was they came out before the second major release of the mm-hmm. ccg okay. and definitely it was before hidden emperor
1: yeah uh So in New in New 5R, they they did a lot differently. They basically gave you choices, and I think just what I've heard from some of the writers, it was the the choices, though limited, mattered more in the storyline. Though it really didn't feel it feel like it because the choices' effect would take months after the choice was made down the line.
2: Yeah, which is what I've heard from also the FFGs. So yeah, it'd be yeah. you have the code tie and like okay, you're the you're the winner. Here are your possible choices because of your clan. Where and where and uh,
0: just as a little note, uh, Emerald Legacy is carrying on the story and they are also having storyline choices. Uh, currently, they're doing a tournament to choose the landing sites and that will make eight stories based on their decisions
1: oh boy yeah I haven't been following that I just I I don't want to spoil like if like Day decides to kick start kick up the storyline again and then have like oh uh, I guess all that Emerald Legacy stuff is now moot yeah But that's just my opinion. I'm not. I've never been big into fan fiction. Like it's
2: a lot of the fan fiction during old Five R, as we like to call it, was actually that some of it did get incorporated, not as a major aspect, but as like, hey, okay, here's something that's happening. Yeah. that was with the major characters it's not as likely to
1: yeah and i i I it's something i wish ffg did like but i know it was kind of a mess at the time uh i wish they did the winter courts like yeah. that that would have been fun the play-by-post winter courts but then like they close yeah i won't go yeah. in the details why they most likely didn't do that.
2: Part of it's probably because of the fact that the way their release schedule for the LCG was, which yeah, I kind of like the LCG style. It so where yeah, you had the you buy the pack, you've got the cards. Mm-hmm. The release on them really wasn't too to major in my opinion and I think the CCG style of release which we still see in Magic quite a bit Yeah, there was a lot more and yes AEG made a lot more money than FFG did because you would have people chasing that one card or I was a crab player I've always, I've always loved the crab. I love their mm-hmm. background, their philosophy. It's why I play Kuniguru.
3: Yeah, and, and
2: then... so from, I was like, oh, I want Hidekasada in experience. I need to get. <laughs> I gotta get this set. I yeah. gotta find Hire Kasada. So buy pack after pack to get that, and in the meantime, I'm getting, <clears throat> so. Champion from this clan, champion from this clan, experience so and so, experience also, inexperienced by Kichiko to try, Mm -hmm. just trying to get an experience Hita Kasada.
1: Yeah, I I somewhat missed that, but I was a Magic player, and like nobody at my school played L L five R when it when it was around. Uh, It was just kind of sad because I did see it in like card magazines. Uh, a lot. And I'm like, that looks OK. Um, I didn't get in it. I got in it because of the role playing game uh, mostly. And even then, it's like I, it, like when I first started, it, it's like. Uh, I think my first exposure to the role playing game was on uh, the Spoony one. Uh, it's video of and it's and it's basically a very negative review on it because he had a very negative experience. It was those players. And I'm sure you, I'm sure a lot of, you know, those players like they're stickler to the lore. Uh, uh, And they like expect you to have done like hours of research. And it's like, oh, God. He oh, wound, yeah. his character wound up being killed by a Kikita duelist that was controlled by one of the players. was one of the other player characters. Over T.
2: No, oh, geez. Yeah, it was that-
1: really it was really this is a primer on how not to introduce somebody to your favorite hobby. It's like that meme um where I don't know the guy's name but he shoots a guy in a chair. And why would why would new players do this? The hobby is dying. It's that whole meme I like yeah. Yeah, I do
2: remember that meme and yeah, it it is it is a way to chase people away from the hobby.
3: Yeah.
2: And when I got in, that. yeah, it's like I was living in Moscow, Idaho when I first got in, and there wasn't a, the RPG had not come out yet. Yeah. So I was in the local mall there, and one of the game stores had these packs. I'm like, so I picked up a pack and looked, but it's a starter. And I think it happened to Crab, looked through it, started playing with people, and really enjoyed it when I moved over to Tacoma, Washington, I went to find where the groups were. And I happened to find a group that was actually playing the L5R. uh, Yeah. I think that group was still
1: playing up until COVID too, or at least once one store was still playing down in Tacoma. Yeah. Actually the group I,
2: the group I played with we've kind of, Broken up. People have moved to different states and something.
1: Oh wow, yeah, that happens. That's it sucks, but it's a fact of life.
2: Yeah, it, it is a fact of life, and it does suck. But they got me into it. I basically asked them, I "Was like, hey, I'd like to join. Could would I be able to?" They're like, "Sure." So I went and picked up the the core book. I picked up the way of the dragon and the way of the crab. Yeah, and I created a character and we so we played for years. My one of my char- my first character actually died from a scorpion.
1: Uh, the animal or the. Uh, Car- character? The character, the clan, the clan. <laughs> yeah, it
2: was very interesting because. We yeah,
3: were. our situation was deadly.
2: Yeah. No, it's, it's it's even worse. So we're fighting these creatures, and the scorpion happened to be an archer. Oh he's, he's firing into melee. Oh he hits me. D- doesn't kill me on this one. Don't know who it is, because there's other archers.
3: Yeah. You know,
2: and my character is like, whoever did that, you do it again. I'm I will kill you. Of course, he doesn't know who it is, so he can't direct him specifically. He gets hit again. This time, the scorpion player goes, "Oops, my bad." And after the combat, the our character goes over and just decks him.
3: She doesn't kill him; just knocks him out. Yeah, and then he gets up and. Just kills me.
1: Well, of course, you decked him.
2: <laughs> hey, I warned him. I didn't kill him, but it's I knew it could happen, and it was yeah. it was very it was very in character for yeah. the scorpion to do that. Yeah, as a crab, I probably should have taken the Tetsubo upside his head, but I really didn't want to kill the character. But I was like, eh. So I create at that point. I actually decided, okay, I'm going to do a different clan, and I created Togashi monk. Oh boy! Yeah, it was that was fun too. Yeah. But yeah so,
1: so I guess for so listen, we're, we're supposed talking about lore. We got to start yeah, talking about lore. Bit,
2: like, I was going to say for listen, this is a bit about how I've gotten into it, and yeah. I have been a fan of the L5R genre <clears throat> of the stories and all mm-hmm. that. Since then.
1: Yeah, I really came in with new five R, like 'cause uh uh I was listening to a podcast that shall not be named. Uh it's no longer available. I think most people listening to this probably know about it, but I, I yeah. Anyways, uh then the sale happened and then like it was nothing for like few years. And then, like suddenly, oh, here's the LCG. It's like, okay, well, I'll get into the LCG. And then, okay, the LCG is kind of boring. I'm not. I've never been into cards. My entire family has played cards my entire life, and they're all brutal. My grandmother, may she rest in peace, was probably one of the most brutal card players. She did not hold back on the grandchildren. Like she was very much. You learn. You learn to play. You le- You play to win. <laughs> so. So, but then I like got the RPG out and then I started doing this and I'm I'm finally running some in-person games, but it's just like it's been I've either been really busy with life or just COVID, like which really doesn't help anybody.
2: Yeah. So, which games are you actually running in person? What a story arc.
1: Uh just one right now. Um, we were talking about uh, it's marvelous, and my friend Ryan, who's also big into big into L5, old five R, he got. Uh, yeah, he has a bunch of first edition stuff. He he was the one that actually ran me through my first fourth edition game. Okay. It was a uh, uh, side tension. It was uh, scorpion clan coup game. Mm, okay which we could have done differently, but it's like we we didn't. So it wound up the same. (laughs) But anyways, that's beside the point. Uh, I'm running. I did a one. I'm doing a one shot. It's going to finish up tomorrow night, Tuesday. Uh, It's Monday. We're recording this. This is. By the time this goes up, it's going to be well, well past, but it's wedding at Kyoto Castle, which is just a I'm so uh, I'm so rusty at GMing, too. It really sucked for me, at least, because I was like trying to hold all this. There's a lot of spinning plates in that module. I can make a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff happening. And I I just was not as prepared for it as I, I should have been, as I expected I would be. It's not like running like DCC or Dungeon Crawl Classics. Or Dungeons and Dragons, where you can focus on a bunch of stuff, at, where you can focus on a single thing at a time. Those are very simple games, in my opinion. This one's not, but I I, I like the the players at least had fun, which is what counts.
2: It's a uh, fifth edition module, isn't it? Or fifth edition? Adventure? Yeah, it's a
1: it's a it was a one shot adventure for uh, I think two thousand eighteen. In again. Which yeah, I, I'm kind of bummed that they only have two one shots out, which is uh, they, the Highwayman and Wedding at Kyoto Castle, I think. And then they have a bunch of they have some other stuff that's not so much a one shot, but a little bit free, just free product on the site. I think it's all yeah. on Edge site now,
2: because yeah, I know they they put out four modules or four adventures. You mm-hmm. can't really can't call them modules before adventures, so yeah. Kyoto Castle is, or try remember the lands.
1: Uh, in New 5R, it is bordering. It's technically in Crane Land. It was formerly part of Lion Lands, and it borders Phoenix Lands.
2: No, okay. So pretty much, almost like uh, City of the Rich Frog.
1: Yeah, which was which is, to be our topic, but we, we've already shot that frog. Like, there's yeah. not much new 5R lore about it, except in the Daidoji Shin novels, which are really good.
2: Yes, they are. Yeah, but yeah. when you look at the old 5R, because right now I've got the 4th edition Alice Oroka in hand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. Those are expensive books. You could retire selling those now. Yeah. That's dope, kids.
2: But I am not going to because I am that much of a purveyor of keeping my information. In case a order. No,
1: no, I'm joking. I'm not a hoarder. I
3: tossed away my hoarder. trash.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, uh, well, the, at... yeah, my my. Other grandparents were hoarders, but they kept their house relatively clean. They just had a bunch of collections and stuff. It was really pain to get rid of a lot. It was really pain to get rid of a lot of their stuff after they all passed.
3: Yeah. So what I was going to do is. Hitting a couple of things in in this. Atlas. Ha, ah, cool
2: worry. City of lies. <laughs> yeah. That's actually one that is a huge. Push a run. Where the heck was it? 43. And i'm trying to find the oh, okay yeah that's just talking about the yeah so the other thing that like the we have with the atlas and i've also have the imperial histories those actually go through and talk about the ages and the time frames
1: and yeah. I believe Imperial Histories 2 was a bunch of AU that inspired a great podcast, Shadows in the West, which I do recommend listening. I hope they continue it soon. But, you know, life gets in the way.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's like in, in the uh, <clears throat> Imperial Histories 2, chapter 1 is the Togashi dynasty.
1: Yeah, it's, that's... A,
2: it's basically welcome to a different Rokugan. Yeah, then and then they have the, like
1: Rokugan to... to um in space yeah it i want to i want to run a a campaign in fifth edition of rokugan in space i'm just not sure how i would do the schools with technology and if i want to go more star wars or star trek and inspiration uh
0: laser swords all i gotta say laser swords
1: oh there there will be laser swords but will it be like Star Wars, which with or Battlestar Galactica with stuff like that, you know, it depends. I've always I've wanted to run a campaign in that like setting because I think it would be very interesting.
3: It
2: it could be, yeah. It's I'm not I'm not too much for all the major like oh let us go into space with this like okay it takes away from. The main premise for me for me yeah. it's about the Samurai aspect defending of the empire and the internal conflicts between the clans in but, space, yeah you can
1: have that you can have that and yeah
2: in, in space is like, okay, now we have so much other areas that we have to try to defend
3: so. mm-hmm.
2: but yeah i'm looking I'm looking at the imperial histories right now. So it goes through the dawn of the empire, then the first reign of the Gozoku, era of the white stag, the great famine, yeah. which te- we could be considered in new 5R to be in something close to the great famine. Yeah. With the uh, weight, the, the tidal weight, the flooding, and all that. Then after the great flood or great famine becomes. Prelude to the Scorpion Clan Coup, and of course, then we have the Clan War, Hin Emperor War. Era War of Spirits, then the Heroes of Broken Gun Champions at the Sapphire Throne,
3: mm-hmm.
2: so which, and then a thousand years of darkness. So there's a lot of lot of lore in the old books mm-hmm. that hasn't come about in the in new five R because of time frame.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, and, and New 5R just decided, like, we're doing our own thing, which I, I do like a lot of the changes. Like, one of the big ones I, I like is Gunpowder No Longer Kills Kami. I, I found that because I, I read an article a while back on, like, how that it wasn't specifically calling out L5R, it was calling out why uh, Asian settings don't have guns and how that's problematic and stuff like that. But yeah, I still like that you can scare the commie away with gunpowder. But it's just like having your gods and your land be able to be destroyed by an easily manufactured substance.
2: The problem I see with that, based on where the lore for Rokugan was taken from. Because a lot of that uh, was taken from, of course, Japan, China, Korea. And you know, Japan
1: was, used guns like
2: a lot. Japan did. China. Used, China was gunpowder. Because
1: yeah. they had the gunpowder for the fireworks. And they used that in War too. It's like yep. we have... I kind of I kind of wish there was some rules for gunpowder, more more rules for gunpowder weapons in this. I would like to definitely see uh, a low, low damage, but high deadliness on guns with like a ballistic tag. I don't know exactly what the ballistic tag would do, but. I I think it needs a ballistic tag. (laughs) Like I, I would I would have it like, oh, you can spend like three opportunity on a miss to hit to deal damage or something to. another target near the the initial target. Just because it just shows like this would be for the the flint locks, not not the accurate guns we have today, but flint locks, which were very inaccurate weapons. Reason why they had firing lines back then. Um, Yeah, I'm
2: trying to remember if old five R actually had anything like that
1: uh they had a setting called um iron dragon i think it was it's in, in imperial histories too i think i only remember that from another good podcast that sadly is no longer with us they the the they decided not to do the podcast anymore but that was their decision yeah uh so and they had like crane, like Daidoji snipers and stuff like that, I think, in it. I don't remember. I never read it, despite having the book. It's about the Iron Empire, which is. Iron Empire, that was it. Because it was yeah. all about trains and guns and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. If you it's... want to learn a lot about uh, weaponry, about guns in uh, Warring States Japan, uh, I recommend the first episode of Age of Samurai Battle for Japan on Netflix. Yeah, it, it gives a lot of good detail on that. It gives a lot of good usage. detail.
1: I just. Think there's better sources. <laughs> I can't name them off the top of my head, but that's a that's a good accessible one.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's that's the main thing is you actually have to have something that's accessible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's not get started on the J Store. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So, yeah, in the original L5R, they didn't have any guns per se.
3: Yeah.
2: Did I just look that up? No, wait. I don't know. Was that first edition or second edition I was just looking at? No, that was second edition I was just looking at. (laughs) Yeah. Right near me, I've got first, second, and third, third, and fourth edition.
1: You got too many books out. Oh, not really. But it's a bad joke. I, Sorry, it's <laughs> a bad joke.
2: Yes, it was a bad joke. Man, but let's see. So third edition's basic or main rules. Let's see if they had anything about guns in them.
1: I don't think there is any guns I, in any core rulebook. RPG games.
2: Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Doing a real quick, quick scan. But the way that they do each is also definitely interesting.
1: Of course, fourth edition's a mess to look stuff up, and it drives me crazy. Yes, it is. That's fine. Because it's like each book had to be designed differently. Togashi, Reign of the Shining Prince, Era of the White Stag, Heresy of the Five Rings. Shattered Empire, Shadowed Throne, Age of Exploration. Oh, it's not in this book. Okay, so maybe it's in the other one. Which one? Uh, Iron Rokugan. Oh, yeah, it's in Imperial Histories 2. Okay, what is it's it called? Chapter
2: 3, The Iron Empire. And it's the timeline of Iron Rokugan. Page 57. And that talks about Iron Empire. The oh, there we are. History. Uh, the Gaijin diplomacy. The S- Rail incident. Yeah, so I'm just going to flip through the top of status of the cram- plans.
1: Oh, this is not what I was thinking. This is in the past. Let's see if it's in this one. It's like.
2: Yeah, it's very. There's. It, talks, it does talk about samurai firearms, which the word for it is Tanegashami or gish, Gashima um so you had the the kakiyari or fire, fire page lance. on uh page 78
1: 78 okay
2: the bohia or fire arrows hand cannon but you,
1: yeah there we are firearms
2: it talks about the rocket festival and mm-hmm. then it On page 80, it gives the mechanics for each of the firearms. And then siege weapons and all that. So fire arrows, fire lance hand cannon. Yeah, but I could I could see in new five arm bringing in. Basic weaponry, basic firearms. Because we do have the interaction with the Gaijin. You've got the trade with the mantis. Yeah. So I could see it being bright in some.
1: Well, I, I, I'm just wondering if it's like, because it, after reading the unicorn novella, like yeah. are firearms, even a thing yet, like, or, or are they just a twinkle in the mind's eye of some inventor somewhere?
2: It's possible. Because didn't,
1: they didn't have any mention of like people carrying firearms in that book. And it's like it from the way it sounded, it was very much still the medieval dark ages of Europe, it sounded like. Like Which maybe Yeah,
2: that would basically put it pre firearm Yeah. So I'm wondering if, if it's Yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: one of the I know one of the differences we've seen so far in old and new 5R, which is something that we noticed in our last session, and that's in the maps.
3: Oh, God. Yeah. The maps. maps Yeah.
2: We, yeah. Looking at the maps for new 5R, we, so the uh, listeners, I'm assuming they're going to have the episode up before this comes out. No. No. Okay. No. No. So no the
1: episode is not going to be up. Episodes come this is coming up before the episode. Okay.
2: So in the episode I'm talking about, we're traveling.
3: Yeah, spoiler Chris alert, was, we're going to yeah. travel. Yeah, and That's, it
2: much. But Chris was using the new 5R maps and he's looking on the map and he sees a uh how would you put it, Chris?
0: Um, I'd rather not have us talk about this because I no, want no, I, people to kind of experience it. I'm not yeah. going to give
2: specifics. That's why I'm doing all generals. But you, you basically, you saw something of interest.
1: Yeah. And we had and to look then, it up in old 5R. Yeah, and
2: I I brought out the an old, my atlas. And I'm like, oh, that is this. And, well, we've got this here between the area. So then we went and looked at the different things From the fourth atlas that talked about it, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I wasn't going to say anything specific, but it's just
1: so, yeah. The the, definitely the new five R maps are more stylized uh, than the old five R maps, which are more realistic. Yeah, and I know. Um, Have you looked
2: at the maps that came with the adventures?
1: Yes, that's what I mean. Like, they're very stylized. They're very loose. There's no key on them. Yeah, because I was I really didn't look. Well, I'm not
2: even sure where mine are right now. I know there are
3: yeah,
2: any, uh, they're in a uh, a folder, but I wasn't sure if they had more
1: detail. No, they they
2: they pretty much the same detail as the overhead overview map.
1: Yeah, so here we are. Yeah. I'm pulling up the lion map right now because that's the first one I found. Yeah, there's no key. There's no even indicating north on this. You're just assuming up is north. But yeah, from do what you it have, looks like, I'm not even sure that's true. Yeah. Do you have your core
2: rules with nearby? Yes. I, in the front of that, it has the map of Rokugan.
3: Yeah.
2: And do a quick comparison of the two.
1: See if how much detail there is. Uh, there's definitely more detail on the line map of the Lion Lands. Like I know that off the top of my head. That's, uh, and also the fact that a lot of places, uh, kind of don't line up. And I am not looking at my microphone when I'm doing this. That was bad.
2: Oh, we can still. I can still hear you pretty pretty well. Yeah, yeah, but it's we... gonna sound bad these I've done the same thing. Yeah. I've tried not to. But so you're looking at the the map. So I'm looking in the yeah, also Rokagan. Let's take the Okoto Province. Um let me there's see there's something there's that's out a, out way. see if you can find Huden Ikoma.
1: Yeah. Or, or Shiro Okoto. See, the problem is they don't say it's... (laughs) Ah. (laughs) They go by uh, like, here's Last Breath Castle, which I only know because it's on Baden Pass and it's close to Scorpion Clans, which is the Matsu family home. And that's the only one I know of. Um... Do you see Toshi Rambo? Well, she and she... Wow. Yeah, there's Toshi Rambo right there. So,
2: from Toshi Rambo, if you had, I'm going to guess south. Uh huh. Do you have uh, like a couple major towns?
1: Yeah, like Rugashi. Never heard of it. But it's big enough to be on the map. (laughs) I'm not sure. No, no. the the maps are pretty, but they're definitely like not designed to find stuff easily.
2: Yeah. Because yeah, the one I'm looking at, it's like uh, just south of tushiranbo, you got Kokoru Nuzuban Mori is a forest. And yeah. so the forest is a... Uh, yeah, that's one thing I don't like about this. I need a magnifying glass attempt to see some of the names, but if I look in, if I'm looking at, like, oh, the Kokoro Province, which is of course where Kokoro no, no Mori would be, it names a couple of places. They say Shiro, but it doesn't really tell me much about, or actually, that's because on the map, I'm, overview map I'm looking at, it's talking about all the different provinces. And Shirokoro is on the border between the Yojin province and the Kenryo province. Which, yeah. yeah, the new 5R, you're not going to hear any of that. Yeah, actually, Shirokoto is part of the Kenryo province.
1: I, I think that was deliberate. I think they wanted you to make up your own provinces so you could just have your own lo- lord. lord. Like, oh, there's a, I need a lord in this land. I'll just make it up, which is...
2: The the thing is with the provinces in the Atlas, there really isn't a specific lord. Oh, I'll, I'll do this one. The Hinkyo province. Yeah. It's the smallest Dakota province and also the safest. Located okay, in the western side of the Heart of Vengeance Forest, Hokodo Izuban Mori, Vigent. and surrounded on all sides by other lion lands. Hinkyo boasts the largest number of both samurai estates and peaceable villages. Many of the Kota family's most prominent shrines are nestled within safely within the borders of Hankyu province, where they reside unmolested throughout most of history.
1: Yeah. So, I, I, just, I think they I think, well, also they didn't have time to develop all these. Yeah. Like there's now, that is mentions that is, of provinces in the card game. Like yeah, I remember but, there's uh, there's a card called Dispatch to Nowhere that's mentions uh, the the Soshi clan daimyo Shuri mm-hmm. uh, sending uh, somebody to uh, basically bum F nowhere. Yeah, the middle uh,
2: of nowhere. It's like middle of nowhere. Here.
1: It's a career killer, basically.
2: Yeah. And that's things. that's one of the things I do like about old five R. Because it has so much history, Mm -hmm. you have things like the Atlas of God, where it talks about this province. It gives you some ideas of what's in the province. It doesn't tell you, it doesn't say, oh, this is ruled by so-and-so. This family is the leader. Yeah, some of the towns will say, oh, this is the... Ex vassal family from the Mm-hmm. And so it gives you, well, can give the GM a bit more, like, okay, they're going through here. Somebody even you,
1: say, like, Old 5R had too much history. <laughs>
2: yeah, it, it definitely has a lot of history and it it's, it's contradicts like, it itself at times.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, well, my biggest issue with Old 5R. Uh, It's not my biggest issue, but one of my fun. The thing I find the funniest, it had one family ruling for about over a thousand years. And then in the span of like 30 years, they go through like 20 uh, dynasties or something like that. Like so many dynasties just go bam, bam, bam in that span and that short amount of time compared to. Now, I, I know fantasy. This is fantasy. So timelines are always expanded. But not dynasties don't go through that fast.
2: Um, technically, they only really had two dynasties.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Because your original dynasty came from Han Tai. Yes, who was on the throne at the time changed, but. Uh Until I think the
1: Turi took over. Yeah, until Turi took over after
2: the the death of Hantai the thirty eighth, I believe it was.
1: I don't remember. Yeah,
2: but it's he got basically the Hantai dynasty got destroyed because of the Shadowlands. Yeah. Turi took over
3: with um. Oh, dang it. I can picture her name. I don't. Void Jigenja.
2: Master of the uh, Void.
1: Um, Chris will chime in. You should chime in soon if he's even there. <laughs> um, uh, darn it. Uh, Let me. I know. Me I know. It's on the tip of my tongue. We're so bad at this. The Kate, this or becomes a Koto Katie. Kaede. Kaede. Yeah. Okay.
2: I I've always pronounced a Katie, but Kaede. It's Kaede. So, Asawa Kaede, who becomes Okota Kaede uh, when she marries Okoda Tertori. So, there starts your second dynasty.
1: And then there was a few more, if I remember correctly, as the players chose different emperors Uh, over time. It's I remember the Katsuki family took over at one point or somebody from the Katsuki family took over at one Yeah, point.
2: I don't remember that, but I do remember that Taturi and Kaiti had four children. Yeah. They were the four winds.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's just that my complaint was, like, you had thousands of years of minor uh, stuff happening, and then suddenly like, a whole mess of disasters happening in, like, a span of 30 years, like it was the end of the world. Every set, like something had it, like, oh, that's the end of the world. We gotta, yeah, and it was kind yeah. of, yeah,
2: basically. So, you had the Scorpion Clan coup, then you went to the Clan Wars, then the Hidden and Emperor,
1: then the Destroyer, oh, yeah.
2: yeah, and, and the it, Destroyer it, War. Yeah, it's Destroyer War wasn't one that I remember, like I said, you had the. Basically, mm-hmm. War of Spirits, and then you had the, um, in the according to Pearl histories, after War of Spirits was Heroes of Rokugan, champions of the Sapphire Throne. Um, then it was the Thousand Years of Darkness, which is where we get a world world changed. So you had, Okoto Kaneka, Okoto Suda Sudeo, Ak- Asa- Isawa Sazaru, and Hantai Naseru. The bastard, the sword, the wolf, the captive, the four, four children uh-huh. of Datory and Kaidi, and okay, so it's that's where I really kind of stopped playing for mm-hmm. due to monetary reasons.
3: <laughs> at least yeah. the
2: CCG.
1: Yeah, the CCG will ta- CCGs are designed to take your money. They're they're like loot boxes before loot boxes were a thing.
2: But yeah, with with all the lore though that is, in all the possibilities that you could pull from old five R,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I said, just looking at the fourth edition, and the in the atlas, yeah, given's like, hey, here's some information about this area. You can flavor the rest, the majority of it, as you want.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Hopefully, new five R. Add some of that back in.
1: I I I hope they go a different route. Like that's that's my mine. Like I don't mind them adding like the characters in again. Like maybe the the four wins or whatever you call them. Uh, because but they they kind of left it really like a lot of loose threads in the at the end of the new five R storyline so far. I hope.
2: Yeah. No, what I'm talking about is more of like with the atlas. It's like, okay, here's the province. Here's a descriptor of the province, and some no, thoughts. That's on kind it. of
1: boring. That's that's a bunch of lore, and it's like right. I, I don't. You don't it's, need lore. You can make that stuff up. This is the blah 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 province. Please. In the middle of Crane Lands, and they, there you have it. here's the thing.
2: What I read for the one province, it gives you some information. But who owns which villas? What shrines are there? What shrine is to what ancestor? Yeah, it's it's not going very in depth. It's a large overview of this one province.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm saying like they don't need to go that detailed.
2: Yeah, for me, that's not really detailed. But then it's it's a difference of opinion.
1: Yeah, it is. Like, uh, Forgotten Realms doesn't do that. Like, well, it kind of did that, but they don't. I don't know if they do that anymore. I, I've been out of the D and D scene for a while.
2: Forgotten Realms still has it. Still has all of the old lore that people pull from.
1: Yeah, that- they didn't reset it. No, they kind of reset stuff, but they didn't really reset stuff from. And really
2: all the reset is is the oh now we have a new god of magic i think that was oh one of yeah changes to forgotten realms
1: yeah and, well, oh, let's not, we're not talking about forgotten realms let's yeah. let's take that off the table
2: not everyone yeah. is at a point where they will take a blank slate of a map and populate everything to fit what they want. Some people would like a little bit more. It's like, okay, we know that in Crablands, you've got a castle for the Kuni, a castle for the Caillou, castle for the Hiruma, a castle for the Hida.
3: hmm
2: So, and, well, we also know based on A little bit of reading that there are vassal families. So okay.
1: Yeah, but who cares about those?
2: (laughs) Maybe someone who doesn't want to be from one of the major families, but wants to be from a vassal family.
1: Well, there's plenty of minor clans for that.
2: Yes, but they want, like, say, let's say someone wants to be from the Cooney or from Crablands. They want a crab character. They don't want specifically Uh someone that is a Cooney per se, but Uh a vassal family to the Cooney. Uh So, they're not seen as being, oh, you have to be at X level because you are a Cooney. It's like, oh, you're a vassal, so Mm
3: -hmm.
2: you can do things that a major family couldn't. So, some storylines may run that way.
1: But I just don't see the necessary, like having a list. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I'm sorry to get I'm sorry. I'm sorry to get a little tired and a little yeah. dry throated here. We might need to yeah. call it soon.
0: Yeah, but we're, we're getting close it. to the hour mark here. So yeah, yeah.
2: And it's like, I understand what you're saying, Bren.
1: Yeah, I, I guess just like I've I've always been the less is more. despite wanting more, but I I like. uh, Just like. Point at an area and 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 you also have to realize that in in real world. uh, Medieval settings, not just Japan or China, but including others like various areas that had a lot of wars, a lot of warlords, provinces would change on a whim like. Oh, yeah.
2: The makeup of the provinces would change. Yeah where the, the province name might
1: them. change. Like, I, I don't like having things so much set in stone. Like, oh, this is. um I, You know, that's kind of like that, but that's like the fantasy versus reality kind of kind of issue. It's like, because yeah. in reality. Clans don't last a thousand years.
3: No, it's actually, don't
1: last a thousand years.
3: Mm,
2: I can't completely agree with you because if we look at the actual Chinese dynasties
3: it didn't last for thousands well some of them did
2: yeah that's what I'm saying you did have dynasties that lasted a long time oh yeah yeah, yeah. with the the inter inter disputes of the the clans within Mm -hmm. or the tribes or whatever within an area you can get changes. Yeah. Which, yeah, depending on who's GMing and how their style is, having a a map that just goes, okay, here's the major castles, here's the Mm -hmm. main outlines. Can be great. They can take and just do whatever they want. Some may say, okay, I want a little more. I'm planning on putting setting a game in Crablands or a Phoenix lands.
3: Yeah. What a little yeah. more
2: idea on the area. Yeah. But so it's they it may you may have yeah, you may have someone who wants a little bit or a lot a little bit more. They just want, OK, give me a little bit closer map with more of a mm-hmm. top, topography. Yeah. And then they could say, OK, I can place my villages where I want. And they may get someone who they want to set. It's like, I want to run a game in the Clan, Scorpion Clan coup time. Mm-hmm. I want to know what villages were where during that time. And so this person's wanting to get drilled down to. Yeah, but if you have to do
1: that. that for like every setting, that's just going to be a pain in the butt.
2: Yes, I agree. That is <clears throat> completely.
1: Pain that's, in the butt. that's not. that's not, not practical. Really feasible. It's not. Yeah, it's not practical. I should say. Yeah, it's that's feasible. It like. Yeah, it's not practical.
2: But like with the yeah. the of gun, yeah, it gives you a general. Okay, you can make the changes based on how you want to. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, oh, I will use this, and I will still set set this during this time frame. These are the names of the provinces. I'm going to change who owns that province.
1: Yeah, like we've had to do uh, that because certain family names weren't mentioned yet. Yeah. So I wonder if we're actually going to get any names in the the, for like, because like we did our Dragonfly episodes long, long time ago, (laughs) and now they're finally releasing the Dragonfly book. And I'm I'm very interested in like what what's changed.
2: Yeah. See what changed. What did we get right?
1: Yeah. Or right.
2: What did they decide to input in that we didn't know about? Yeah, so, yeah I I agree there. It will be very interesting to see how Asmodee slash Edge Studios mm-hmm. <laughs> works things.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Definitely. All right.
1: I think we should wrap this up. Let's. What are your uh uh Chris? You got anything? Yeah. I'll do my final thoughts in a minute.
0: So, yeah, why don't you guys do your final thoughts and I'll give us a little closing.
1: Yeah, I I guess my final thoughts is I'm definitely a less is more kind of person. I would like more story and less just lore that like, oh, I'll probably forget it anyways by the time we run the game. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but uh, I, I, definitely like the direction New 5R is going, at least with Edge Studio. I'm not so sure about the storyline. And and like I said earlier, I haven't been really paying attention to the Emerald Legacy stuff. I just don't want to have it all ruined for me when FFG or Asmodee or whatever decides to start up the t- uh, timeline again. So. Okay.
2: Yeah, and for me, I can't say that I'm not, I want everything, but having the option. I I like having that option to, like, hey, I want to know more about this area. Do they have something already? No? Okay. Oh, they do. So what, how did they portray it? How did they decide to incorporate it? What did they decide to do? Mm -hmm. What's their thoughts? Oh, let me look back at AAGs compare. Oh, look, they had similar thoughts or completely different. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why I like having all of my old books so I can look, it's like, okay, what changes in ideology or in thought processes mm-hmm. were between between editions and now between companies? Yeah. yeah. And it it will be interesting to see what Edge Studio does with the books, because we know the books that are coming out. What are they going to put out past that? What is their thought? Is it? Yeah, that's that, what I'm curious about. Yeah. Yeah. Are like, they going to continue just... with it? Or we'll is see. it? Yeah, you know, or is it? Hey, this isn't making the money we want, so we're going to stop. And then. Yeah, come... yeah, we'll see. And one of the other things that I would like to happen. Is. So all the lore, put it out in a. Oh, I should say, all the stories that were on, put it out in a book.
1: Oh yeah, that would I would buy that. Yeah. Like I don't care, like yeah, I would. that I can download them for free. They are so disorganized on the FFG site. You do not know what order to read in unless you go to a third party website. I would love a book of just the sh- the sh- the fictions.
2: Yes. Yeah, I've got all the fiction that Edge has put out. I've loved them all. I would love to get all of the fiction that FFG did, mm-hmm. and basically as a compilation. Like, oh, so here is this arc of the CC or yes, LCG. Yeah. Put it in a book. Call it that arc. Just like with the LCG or CCG, you had the yeah. Hidden Emperor arc
1: the. Yeah, doors. all right. Well, let's. Let, I think we should start wrapping up again.
0: Yeah. You're starting to roll out a lot. So, thank you to all those who've sat here and it's listened my through end. all this. Um, if you enjoyed this and you want to hear us talk more, like on other subjects, please feel free to let us know on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, and if you're enjoying the show, please share it with a friend uh we will be coming out with new episodes in january but until then we'll continue to have special extra content for you through the month of december